Welcome to a new edition of the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino. On this episode, we talk with performance cultural enthusiast and entrepreneur Alicia Howard. She founded the People Scale as a performance culture enthusiast who believes in and has witnessed and leads significant outcomes by taking a balanced approach to people and profits. Investing in culture is investing in business. She thrives on helping executives, business owners, and HR professionals understand what a performance culture is and how it can accelerate their growth goals in the short and long term. Enjoy this interview. Hey, it's great to meet you. Thank you for taking a minute out. I really appreciate it. Where are you coming out of? I'm in Florida where we are currently having a thunderstorm. So I hope this doesn't get, you know, <laughs> lightning in the background, whatnot. I know there's a lot of people dealing with storms right now. Yeah, no, it's fine. Ambient noise is fine. So no worries. Um, what I would like to, speaking of storms, the way I would like to begin everything here is to ask you, you know, we went through this whole COVID period of our lives the last three years, and it did its own specific thing on all of us. How did you survive that time period? And now that we're coming out of it, how has it changed the way that you do things now? Um, okay, so when COVID happened, I was already working remotely, and my daughter was already involved in an online school. So when a lot of people felt like the world stopped, my world did it. My world picked up, and because I was in an online business at that time, uh, the demand increased, so the pace increased. And for the first, you know, couple of months, the first year, it was just a nonstop pace. And uh, it was a big adjustment staying inside, you know, not being able to have uh, social interactions, not being able to travel. I love traveling internationally. Uh, that was a that was a big adjustment. And, you know, the emotions, the highs and the lows of it were a lot to handle. But I think it was a great opportunity to learn a lot about myself. Uh, my daughter and I, we learned a lot about living each other with, you know, constant contact with each other, and we made adjustments. And I think, you know, three years later, we are so much more grateful for what we have, opportunities to travel, opportunities to be with our friends, investing more in our relationships. Um, I think, you know, I'm glad that it's it's over, but I also am really grateful for what we got out of it and that that we're better people now, which is I mean, to come out of such a difficult situation, what more could you ask for? Absolutely. So let's get to the heart and soul of what you do for a living. I'm going to put you in front of a bunch of third graders at a career day. One of the kids looks up and says, hey, what do you do for a living? How do you answer that child? Well, I help businesses to make sure that all the people that work together, they work together as a team, and they get along, and they support each other, and they do really, really great things together. What did you want to be when you were in the third grade? I wanted to design wedding dresses, and I wanted to be a professional ballroom dancer. I loved all things creative, but uh, not exactly what happened. But I still I love pursuing creative things more as a hobby now. But you know, I've noticed that with business, um, I've been able to pursue more around just organization, operations, uh, making things work. I really love figuring out how to make the difficult things easy, accomplish them, and feel really good about the outcomes. So you clearly have to give a lot of yourself to get people where they need to go. How did this begin for you? Where were you born and raised, and what were the seeds that made you want to be highly motivated and to give yourself to others? So I was born in a country town in Virginia, and it's very interesting. Um, my parents are interracial, and I grew up around a lot of racism. 
and, you know, as an interracial person, called lots of names, uh, experienced just a lot of uh, discontent with people, right, conflict. And I saw the effects that that had on my family growing up, um, the challenges that my family was constantly facing. And there's a lot of just this organization. I mean, every family has a measure of dysfunction in it. We're all imperfect people. But I think that really started to shape me as I started to get older because I realized um, you have to be really clear on what it is that you want and have a plan to go get it and not be afraid of failure and not be afraid of what other people, you know, think the influences. Not everyone wants you to be successful and that's okay. Then you find a different crowd of people to be around. And, you know, for me as, um, as an adult, as a person, you know, professional, I've realized that so much more good can come from managing the chaos, um, the dysfunction in a productive way. Like you need people who have all different types of behaviors and skill sets, but you also need people who, who know how to work together and to value those properly and use them in the best possible way. And I think just uh, in my life, figuring out how I can um, just function better, be able to be more productive, be able to draw what's really great in people out, um, be able to give them, you know, advice on things that they might be struggling with, and then seeing how just over time it gets better and better. Relationships get deeper. Um, what you're working on gets to be more fun, more satisfying, more engaging. And, yeah, I don't, I don't know if I would still be in that place, if I hadn't been through all the things that I had been through, it was just that strong desire of learn how to create what you want to see versus allowing all the things surrounding you to, to keep influencing you and, and hold you back or hold you down from actually achieving what you really, really want. So who's been a hero or a role model for you in your life that's given you this motivation? Well, one was, uh, I've talked about her before, but when I was in high school, I had uh, an amazing, amazing teacher who uh, had actually uh, taught many of my uh, siblings before me, but uh, she was my marketing teacher, and I had her for uh, probably like three years in high school. But the reason that she was so influential to me is because she just saw something in me, and she kept encouraging me to reach out for greater opportunities to push myself. And with this, like, incredible mentor, I ended up being able to travel around the world. And that traveling started just my love for seeing different countries, for seeing different cultures, you know, embedding those things as a constant uh, feature in my life. And, you know, because she was there and she was kind of uh, helping, you know, put me in these different circumstances to take advantage of these new opportunities, that's something that stuck with me. And, I mean, that was... I don't know, 25, 30 years ago, I still keep in touch with her. I still check on her, how she's doing, because it really does mean a lot to me, like how much she invested in me. And, and I've just learned to like turn around and give that back to other people, like where you see people um, might have had challenges, might not have had as many opportunities. Like when you can help, do your best to help. So if you can meet anybody alive on the planet right now and spend some time with them, who would it be? Um. Probably my movie crush, Matt Damon. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. I, I've always enjoyed um, his, just him as an actor, but just as a person, too. Um, 
but on a serious side, uh, you know, I would love, I would love to just meet my, my family, family members I didn't meet before. There's so much story in the, the history of my family and things that, challenges that they face. Um, and it's all on paper, right? Like a, a picture here, a picture there, but I'd love to, to go back and actually meet them, hear their stories, understand where they came from, why they made decisions that they made, and it would just help me grow in a lot of appreciation for, for them and what they've been through. So what is the motivation for you every day to get up, to do the work that you do, to accomplish the things that you want to get done? The motivation is I want to be a good person, and I want to help other people really achieve um, greater meaning, greater purpose, happiness, contentment. Um, my family is a huge motivation for me. My my belief system is a huge motivation for me. I I I have seen so many changes in my life personally um, that have only been possible because of you know beliefs, family, people. Um, I don't take that for granted, and I really do believe that um, giving giving to other people in a way that's meaningful and a way that's authentic that helps them grow, helps them change, helps them adjust. There's nothing better than that. And if I'm not doing that, like, you know, getting up and, and just living for myself, that doesn't that doesn't satisfy me. That doesn't motivate me at all. But um, seeing the impact you can have on other people, that people have always been really important to me. Uh, relationships have always been really important to me. And, yeah, that gets me out of that every single day. What is the best success story that you've been involved with? What's, what's one that really puts a smile on your face? One professionally success story that I'm super proud of is um, one of my very, very first experiences when I was a, a new leader. And I remember I went into an organization that was such kind of like a, a toxic culture, uh, quite honestly. And it was up north, very dark, dismal place. Summers uh, were short. Winters were really, really long. And I knew it was just an area where there was just a lot of just um, economic challenges. Um, but I remember going into that place. I lived down in the south, and I moved up north to, to take on this position. And I remember people, like, when I first got there saying, why did you come here? Why did you move here? Like, what were you thinking? And at first, I kind of laughed it off. But, you know, as the time went on, I really did start to see and understand, um, you know, why people were saying that. But at the same time, what I realized in that role was investing in people really helped them come to life. Like, so, for example, people were kind of used to just working one way and one way only. And it wasn't necessarily made them happy. But... I really tried to work hard to teach them new things, new skills, new abilities. And it was over time, like I got so much resistance at first. People would just, you know, intentionally do things to make it difficult for me. But it was approaching them with just kindness, with respect, with direct um, feedback. And then over time, seeing how people started to level up, to adjust, to do better work. And I remember that when I left that role, I cried. I I was leaving and I was crying because I was going to miss these people so, so much because we had built really strong relationships. We had 
taken you know the performance numbers and changed them from like bottom of the barrel to to leading for the entire organization. Um, and it was just such a sense of accomplishment because of what we had done, but also accomplishment because we really we made real friends there and real connections and real bonds. So that was definitely something I am still to this day super proud of. So everyone out there has a perception of you, your family, your friends, clients, colleagues, but you run the show. What's your perception of you? Who do you think you are? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a pretty genuine person, but I'm also a humble person because I, I mean, listen, I make a lot of mistakes. Uh, I, there's always room to grow, but I'm a person, I like to have fun. I know a perception a lot of people have is that I'm very serious, very focused, um, and that is true. I think there's a place for that. But for myself, I'm always growing. I'm always learning. And I'm enjoying seeing myself change, you know, decade over decade, year over year, and making just making progress. It's, it's very fascinating to me. It's very um, encouraging, exciting to me. It's humbling, too, because, you know, part of that process is fixing things that aren't right, quite right. But um, yeah, my perception is that I'm very energized and dedicated and excited about learning and growing. Whatever that might mean for me, I want to go get it. So, Alicia, if anyone out there wants to learn more about you, hire you, anything pertaining to your world, where can they go? Uh, com forward slash consult. That's how you can schedule a call with me, learn more about uh, how I can help with performance culture inside of a company and uh, yeah or even just have a conversation about where uh, you might be right now and, and opportunities we might have together wonderful this has been great hey thank you for being flexible thank you for your story best of luck with everything okay thank you so much Thanks for tuning in to another famous interview with Joe Domino, where we cover the world of art, literature, business, spirituality, music, and more from around the globe. If you want to hear more interviews, visit the Famous Interviews with Joe Domino channel on YouTube. You can also find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Thanks again for listening, and until next time.